Hi, I'm Marissa, and welcome to What Spirit Says. It's time to shine your light. Hi, Shining Souls. My name is Marissa, and welcome to What Spirit Says. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. The start of a fresh new year brings about feelings of great jubilation and infinite hope. We long for positivity and growth, and we remind ourselves of the strength that we possess within to endure every obstacle that comes our way. So grab your notebook and let's talk about what spirit says. Spirit encourages us to write our thoughts and notes down because it's grounding to our mind and brings comfort to our soul. It's like untangling a knot. We tend to think of journaling or writing down our thoughts and feelings as a release mentally, and it very much is, but it's also a way in which we connect to our soul. And as we know, the soul is the very essence of our being, and our soul is what connects us to our truth, the essence of who we are today, who we were in a past life, and who we will be in a future life, and all that we are when we return to the heavens. Ultimately, connecting to our soul connects us to the light of God and the heavens. Writing is a way in which we allow ourselves to connect to our truth by letting in the messages, thoughts, and ideas that we are open to receiving and willing to embrace. Writing helps us to understand ourselves, and we must first get to know ourselves before we can truly understand spirit. What that means is, if we are going to connect and communicate with spirit, receive loving, healing, and guiding messages from spirit, we must first connect and communicate with ourselves, our soul, our true selves, our most pure and authentic self, not the self that we portray on the outside and pretend to be on the inside. Spirit sees us for our soul. They see us for the pure, authentic, divine being that we are. And when spirit presents messages to us, that is who they are gifting messages to, to our true divine self, ultimately our soul, not the version that other sees us as or the version of ourselves that we pretend to see or think we should be. So as you write and take notes today, know that you are awakening your heart, spirit, and soul to the light that shines so brightly within you. That guiding light is our eternal compass. My hope for you today and always is for you to embrace the heavenly soul that you are, for you to take precious moments to just breathe. Wherever you are, give yourself the space and the grace that you so very much deserve, that your soul nudges you to see daily, and to accept the loving and heavenly support surrounding you. My hope is for you to know how very special and loved you are and that you are never ever alone, even on the days that feel most somber. My hope is for you to realize that no matter how low you may feel, nothing or no one can ever extinguish your light. It's time that we start embracing this light. It's time we shine the gratitude from within this light. And it's time that we help others to feel the same. Let's take a deep breath and smile. Know that your loved ones in spirit, your beloved pets, your guardian angel, and the light of God is with you in this very present moment. Allow yourself to embrace your soul and the divine blessing that you are. It's time to shine your light. I say that at the end of each and every What Spirit Says episode, but today I feel compelled and encouraged to share it as we begin. 
If you are living in the Northeast like me, you may be looking out your window right now like I am and marveling at the beauty and wonder of the snow. Have you ever seen the sun shine as bright as it does when it glistens off the snow? The angels teach us that the winter time brings about moments of stillness and reflection. There is something almost magical in the air after a snowfall. The peace and quiet that the stillness brings is calming and soothing on a soul level. This peace lifts our spirits and reignites our soul. My grandma and I used to take walks in the snow when I was younger, and after she passed away and was now in spirit, she reminded me of the walks we used to take when it snowed when I was little. She mentioned to me that she could still be there with me on the walks now and that I would just feel her and communicate with her in a different way. Our loved ones would never want us to stop doing something that we love, that we once did with them, now that they are in spirit. They understand the pain and loss that we feel without their physical presence and patiently hold our hand until we are ready to begin again. Something to point out too is that spirit never wants us to feel guilty for not thinking of them or if we feel we forget to think of them or if we start to think of them less as time goes on after their passing. They always are with us and they see us for our soul. They know our true feelings and intentions because they can see them and feel them as well. I once had a reading where a daughter was looking to connect to her mother and spirit who passed away when she was in her early teens. The mother and spirit stepped forward and told her daughter to never ever feel guilty for feeling like the physical memories of her mother have faded as time has gone on. She reminded her daughter to feel what she feels within her heart when she thinks of her mother because that feeling, the feeling of unconditional love, will never ever fade. Spirit is always one step ahead of us. So they see how we are adapting and healing and present themselves in ways in which we connect most to. Spirit understands we are not the same person that we were when they were once alive, and they know that we evolve and that we grow, and they long to help us along our journey now from within the heavens. Our loved ones in spirit influence us in the best way possible for ourselves and for our soul journey, not for their own benefit or ego, and not based on their own opinions and ego, but based on what they can now see through the eyes of unconditional love and compassion, through the eyes of God. So the messages that our loved ones in spirit present and give to us are not just based on their own personal beliefs. Here is a story that I love to share that shows just how much our loved ones in spirit truly never leave us and can pop in to visit and check in on us at all times, mainly without us realizing. I woke up one morning and before my scheduled readings that early afternoon, I found myself singing the lyrics to a song over and over. Do you ever start singing a part of a song and for the life of you, you cannot think of the title of the song? That was me, but I felt like there was more of a reason why I kept singing the same part of the song over and over. And if you grew up like me, listening to all kinds of music from all different eras, then you could assume how frustrating I was at the fact that I could not think of the title of the song and kept replaying it in my head. But I had to put my ego in check and embrace the gentleman in spirit who started laughing at me, trying so hard to figure it out. He played the lyrics for me one more time that go, can you hear me calling out your name? And I realized Fleetwood Mac everywhere. And he smiled and said, I'll see you later. 
So later that afternoon, I had a reading with the sweetest woman, and right as the reading began, I said to her, I have to ask you how you were connected to the band Fleetwood Mac. And before I continued speaking, she interjected and said, oh my God, we just saw a Fleetwood Mac cover band last night. And I said, well, your husband in spirit was there with you, and he wants you to know that he will continue to be with you everywhere, just like the title of the song, Everywhere. I mean, how amazing is that? Spirit likes to remind us of the truth that love never dies and that love is eternal. Spirit is clever and like we said earlier, are always one step ahead of us. The love and compassion that radiates from within the heavens is what ignites the spark within us to revitalize our spirit and soul. Do you ever feel like running with arms wide open, outstretched to the sky, on the beach, during the morning sunrise to feel complete peace and tranquility? Why do we feel this desire and where does it come from? It derives from our soul. Our soul speaks to us through our heart and through our spirit. It agitates the ego and influences the mind, reminding us that we are unconditional beings, derived from love and light, worthy of all goodness. Our soul reminds us that we are here to grow individually, develop in unity, and shine as a community for those who are to follow. Most importantly, our soul reminds us that without the love and support of one another, there would simply be no existence, what we refer to as life. All that truly belongs to us as individuals is our soul. The gift of life here on earth allows us to evolve our soul in breathtaking and enlightening ways. This life here on earth is about healing our soul. Finding peace and serenity is warm and inviting, comfortable and calm. From this peace, we draw inspiration, reminding us that we belong, we matter, and we have purpose not only here in this very moment and in this life, but eternally. So ask yourself these two questions. What has your ego taught you? What has your intuition taught you? Your intuition will never let you down. Your ego will. Our intuition is guided by our soul and our ego is guided by the mind. What helps us to navigate between the two is the wisdom that is ingrained within our soul. Our soul speaks to us through our heart. The angels encourage us to listen to our heart, to embrace it, and to begin to follow it. We are here to live, to learn, to create, and to grow. We are here to make loving memories that we cherish deeply within our hearts and imprint upon our souls. So, have you met your soul? Instead of looking back at all that has happened in the past, let's take a moment to think about the present. And when we think about the present, it undoubtedly will lead us to the future. We may not know exactly what is planned for us for the future, but what we do know is that we will enter it with the present promise in our souls that there is purpose and that what we choose to do here matters to ourselves to our loved ones, our friends, our neighbors, to strangers, and to the ones to come after us, as well as this precious earth. In the moments that we choose to look within for guidance and to reflect is when we choose to connect to our soul. And when we choose to connect to our soul, we are choosing to surrender our ego. Do you know how good that feels? Spirit sure does. We have the ability to surrender our ego within the heavens, which is why our loved ones in spirit wish to share such enlightening and healing messages with us as we continue here on earth, where we are living with and exposed to ego, which is defined by someone's chosen reality. 
Just as spirit has the ability to surrender their ego within the heavens, we too have that ability to do so here on earth. Although understanding how to do so may look very different here on earth, it certainly feels the same. Think about a time in your life where you chose to surrender your ego. Maybe you were telling a personal story and then a loved one interjected to tell their own, not allowing you to finish your story. Did you fight back with them or did you choose to let it go? There's a difference between standing up for ourselves respectfully and choosing to prove a point that we feel is best or right. Our ego protects our fears and our intuition protects our heart. Our ego is considered a gift to us as human beings here on earth. Although our ego protects our fears, it allows us to have control over thoughts and decisions. Can we imagine if we all infused our ego with love and compassion? Doing that for ourselves would then undoubtedly lead to doing so for others. It's hard for us to even imagine a world like that, where we would not infuse our ego with anger, but instead infuse our ego with empathy and compassion. This is the answer to all the disconnect and darkness that exists on the planet, causing us to be so detached from ourselves and one another. Spirit teaches us that at this time here on earth, human ego is fueled by greed, which is ultimately darkness. At any given moment, we can choose to use our free will to instead of infusing our ego with anger and darkness, to infuse it with light. Our ego is like a megaphone, and our intuition speaks to us like a wind chime. Both can be loud, but one has a softer tone and is much easier on the ears. One stems from the inner light, and one stems from our emotion of fear. We can look around and see people, places, and things. Science, medicine, religion, education, business, all fueled by ego and darkness. And we see those who are choosing to be that way, daily, but what about the ones who don't even realize they are choosing to engage in this darkness? Have they been confined to it and are controlled by it? I think that we all are until we have that awakening. God, the angels, spirit, ultimately the heavens, see this and empathize greatly with us. More now than ever, the heavens are reaching to us to make a change, to fuel our ego with love, kindness, compassion, and light from within our hearts. We did not come here to earth to suffer. We came here to shine. We are not puppets on strings here on earth controlled by God in the heavens. If we were, earth would be a much nicer, more compassionate, beautiful, and heavenly place, much like heaven. We are only puppets when controlled by the ego and actions of one another. So the decisions that we make and the choices that we make are up to us and ultimately are in our control. What is not in our control is being exposed to the free will and choices of others. Instead of realizing this and understanding this, we blame God, we question the angels, and we get frustrated with our loved ones in spirit, wondering, why would this happen? How could they let this happen? We are so confused here on earth because we know that darkness, suffering, and strife should not be and should never be, but it's happening all around us. So we are confused. Why is this happening? Who is allowing this to happen? When we can't figure out what to blame or who to blame, we ultimately result to blaming God and the angels. Because if they are these unconditional, loving, compassionate, healing, forgiving, and accepting beings, then why can't they fix this or stop it? This is why the heavens are sending messages to us with high importance now more than ever. 
we are losing sight of the reality that we hold the opportunity, ability, capacity, and strength within to change this all around, to reverse the effects that the ego of darkness have caused and are creating. But it requires a great deal of strength to see it, to decondition from it, and to stand in your light with confidence and grace. It's time that we rely more on our internal compass, which is the guidance from within our soul, guided by the divine, heavenly angels, and our loved ones in spirit. We as human beings are in charge of continuous light on this planet, and there will forever be room to bring more of it, and we hold the responsibility to do so. We are always connected to our soul, as it is the essence of our being, but we are not always tuned into it. We know that we can tune into our soul by meditating in prayer, but what does that really mean? A form of meditation that I love is writing. I will create time to sit and write, talking to my loved ones in spirit, the angels, and divine God out loud as I begin. When I speak to the heavens out loud is when I ask and wonder. When I focus in on writing is when I listen. I'm sure my loved ones in spirit might argue the listening part. I could always do better at that. But as I write, I choose to not judge what information and messages come through. This is me surrendering my ego to my soul and allowing the heavenly information that is best intended for me to shine through. Just like during a reading, spirit always asks us to take a deep breath and to be open to the loving messages that will be presented as spirit will only share with us what we need, not always what we want. There is a difference between being hard on ourselves and holding ourselves accountable. I think this is a lesson that challenges us every day as it involves our mind, which is our ego, and our soul, which is our inner compass. Spirit helps us to navigate both. We long to know more about our soul. We long to know more about life, our past lives, the who, what, when, where, why, and how of this planet and the heavens. So let's talk about our fears and trepidations, because although it's so hard to admit, they define us as well. They challenge us each and every single day, and that's okay. It's okay that we are challenged daily, but are we imprisoned by these fears? Are we protecting these fears? Are these fears defining us and holding us back? What defines you? I asked myself all these questions, and I realized that my soul is what defines me. The energy and the emotion that make up my soul define me, and that I would like to work on not allowing my fears or what challenges me due to my fears to define me, but continue to learn and accept the guidance from within my soul to define me and become my reality. Our soul speaks to us through our feelings and emotions. Some people spend their entire lives running from their feelings and emotions. They are more scared of themselves than anyone else on this planet. And when you think about that, we can all relate to that at one point or another in our lives. But what happens when we stop running and take a look in the mirror without judgment and with acceptance? What if we treated ourselves the way the angels treated us? The angels encourage us to breathe out our fears, giving ourselves the chance to relax our mind and to openly make space for the loving and healing messages to resonate within our heart. Spirit helped me to realize what it feels like on a soul level when we let go and release the tight grip of control that we think we need to have in order to gain clarity and direction. Spirit showed me myself on a tree swing, and instead of swinging back and forth, I was twisting around in a circle with no direction. 
The ropes of the swing had coiled, and it became exhausting trying to untangle them. And then I chose to stop trying my way, and to adjust my efforts by just letting it go, and I slowly started to untangle. When we access and achieve this level of understanding of how we do not always have to hold on so tight to what we think is best, we begin to see more clearly and our purpose begins to unfold. Spirit presents us with many visuals to help us understand as best as we can, to help us not only comprehend the messages, but be able to easily apply them to our lives. Spirit knows that as human beings, we are always looking for a visual because that is what we feel we are most comfortable rationalizing. Although what we are ultimately most versed with is our ability to feel. These visuals can come to us in a dream, or if we are awake, they can come to us like a daydream. Think of your birthday for a moment. Everyone has a birthday. You are in charge of your own birthday party. You begin to wonder and daydream about who would you like to invite, what would you like to do, where you would like to have it, what will be served to eat. You begin your own series of thoughts that can turn into a daydream as you envision the series of events. The same is true with how we receive visual messages from spirit. Sometimes during a reading, spirit will actually put myself in the house, room, yard, or wherever they need me to be so that I can best describe the location and portray their message exactly as they wish so that you will best connect to it. The intention from spirit to show us visuals is truly for us. This doesn't benefit them. What benefits spirit is when we can connect and apply the messages that they are presenting to us to better our soul journey here on earth. Our loved ones in spirit do not want us to make the same mistakes that they did, and they want to help us from repeating our own mistakes as well. When we return home to the heavens, it's like we can read our instruction book or manual again. Our loved ones in spirit whom guide us have access to our personal manual and can see what guidance would be best for us to help us continue along our journey. Our soul journey here on earth can feel like a long rope connecting us from heaven to earth that is made up of many knots to untangle along the way. Some knots we see from afar and some we don't even realize are there even after we've tripped over them. Life here on earth is about choices, choices that we make to evolve our soul. Do we even realize that our choices create imprints upon our soul? The angels are here to help us with that. Think about the food that we eat today. We are living at a time here on earth where we have created a terrible disconnect with ourselves and food and nature, ultimately creating a disconnect with one another. We eat food without even realizing nor caring for what it does to our body, but it does do something, right? The same is true with our soul and the choices and decisions that we make. To bring back the light within us all and to defeat the darkness on this precious planet, we must reconnect with our body and soul. And then there's that expression, well, we only live once, so who cares? Your soul cares, which means you, your very essence, your very self and being cares deeply. And the truth is, you live more than once. Spirit teaches us how precious life is and that being able to live this life, being able to breathe this life here on earth is a gift. And all that we say and do is measured by the light within our very own heart, spirit, and soul. In heaven, the spirit world, the afterlife, whichever feels most true to you, darkness cannot thrive. If it tries, it's defeated by the light. The angels are very busy here on earth and within the heavens. Is darkness thriving here on earth? Absolutely, which means, like the angels, we too must defeat it with the light. 
Darkness is false realities created to hurt, harm, and to control one another. Darkness tries to hide and disguise itself with the light. <sighs> Heavy stuff, right? That's what I thought. I was frustrated and I said, why can't I just share positive, uplifting light messages? So selfish of me, right? And the angel said, you will, but we must realize the reality of that which you live in to only truly successfully feel the depths of the light that can exist not only inwardly, but outwardly too. I'm going to read that again because I know for me, this message had such an impact on me because as much as we wish to avoid the reality of darkness, we can't. And if we do, we are only hurting ourselves, our loved ones, friends, neighbors, strangers, and the ones to come after us, as well as our precious pets and wildlife, food supply, and Mother Earth. Spirit teaches us the importance of being able to embrace our current reality, so therefore we can do our jobs here on Earth, which is shining our light the unconditional love and compassion that we hold within, in all that we do, and to hope that the ones who are distracted from their light can learn to be able to see it again. There is great joy in being able to land your first job and finally having the means to afford a meal to eat, but where there is greater joy is being able to buy a meal for another. We are here to grow in love, fueled by our compassion, and for that to spread like wildflowers amongst all of our spirits and souls. To think of that as our reality is absolutely beautiful and breathtaking. It has been said, and I quote, on earth as it is in heaven. Could that be? It certainly was and can be, but right now in this very present moment on earth, it requires many, many, many changes, all fueled from within the light of our heart, spirit, and soul. In order to understand what it means to shine our light, we must first face the reality of the world we are living in and the reality of the world we are exposed to so that we may fully comprehend the depths of importance, which is that our planet is craving compassion, the purest form of love and light. Think of the planet as a well that has run dry. We are trying to function and navigate without any water and we savor every last drop that we see or can find. We have the ability to fill the entire well with water, the water being the love that ignites from the spirit and soul, if only we understand how and why it matters. We are down on our faith. We have broken trust. We are confused, scared, and misguided. The angels are calling to us now more than ever to take back control of our God-given rights, which is the ability to be in control of our free will, and use it as we were intended to, to shine with love, compassion, peace, and kindness, so that all that we may need to satisfy us is the ever-growing gratitude within. It's time that we feel connected again, and it starts with ourselves. Life here on earth involves and relies around the help and assistance of each other. We cannot survive without the help and efforts of one another, but what are those efforts fueled by? Protecting our fears or spreading the light? All that we want from one another is to see each other without judgment. We wish for those who we care most about, even complete strangers, to see us without the judgment that we see ourselves with, which means we ultimately wish for others to see our truth, our soul, and to not only accept us for that, but to love us for it too. We long for the acceptance of those we cherish and love, even for the acceptance of our loved ones in spirit. If you are here living life on earth at this very moment, you are a light warrior. You as a human being and as a soul matter greatly to all of us here on earth and to all within the heavens. 
regardless of what path you have chosen, are currently on and will choose. Your loved ones in spirit, divine angels, and the light of God are always walking beside you, not judging you, only embracing you, constantly encouraging you with unconditional, infinite love. The more we tune into our soul and understand this heavenly connection that we all possess within our inner compass, the more spirit can openly present messages to us because we will now wholeheartedly channel them, embrace them, accept them, and act on them. What do you think your loved ones in spirit are thinking about you right now, in this very moment? I can promise you one thing, they are not judging you, and if you could see an expression on their face, it would be a smile. I have to bring up the term rolling over in their grave because it always makes me laugh. Did you hear that growing up? I sure did. (laughs) And that saying is even more funny to me now because I can actually hear spirit respond. And so can you. (laughs) So I remember telling a story about my grandmother to my friend and I said, well, that all happened before she died. And I felt a little tap on my shoulder from spirit and heard my grandma say, well, I'm not dead. So there's that. And the physical shell of our loved ones may be what we refer to as dead or no longer alive, and their heart may no longer need to pump blood and oxygen to survive, but it is still very much beating. I was asked recently what advice I would share with someone who may be new to embracing their spiritual connections and understanding of God, the angels, and spirit. Immediately, spirit said to me, the soul. Spirit said that we must first understand our connection to ourselves and to our soul so that we may better understand our connections with God in the heavens. At times, I feel it sounds repetitive when speaking of the soul, but Spirit reminded me of sleeping and that when we were little, we began to understand the importance of sleep and how sleep is repetitive. We have more than one sleep in our lifetime. We sleep every day and every night and sleep is unavoidable. It is necessary for our growth and understanding. It is necessary for us to function. Embracing, understanding, and connecting to our soul is just as important and repetitive as the function of sleep, which allows us to grow and to evolve. So it's time to start speaking to your soul. It's constantly speaking to you. And it's time to start listening to your soul. It's always there to listen to you. Have you ever thought about how hard the heavens have worked for you and continue to work for you so that something does not work out? Think about that for a moment. Spirit taught me a very big lesson a few years ago and continues to teach me every day. As much as we look to our loved ones in spirit, to our guardian angel, and to God for the help that it takes for things to work out in our favor and to fall into place, we learn that sometimes what we feel is best or what we want is not what is supposed to be. And do you ever wonder why that happens? Have you ever been in a situation where you found yourself saying, wow, I'm so glad that did not work out. I can't imagine how I would feel or what place I would be in. Spirit taught me this when I was eager to start a new job in my prior work environment. I was so confused when the job opportunity I thought I wanted didn't work out. As time went on and I realized it was completely not meant to be, Spirit showed me how although we look to them in our moments of eagerness, excitement, and anticipation, they are always one, definitely two, steps ahead of us, working out the details for what is best for us and what is meant for us. This relates to how no matter what path we decide to choose in life, as we are constantly choosing new directions, the heavens are always walking alongside of us, supporting us, and helping us to regain our footing to align with our right path. 
the one our soul speaks to, and the path that our divine purpose resides upon. Let's take a few minutes to close our eyes and take a deep breath. We are giving ourselves the time and the space to find healing, and we are connected to our soul as we listen to the heavenly guidance from spirit and the angels. Let's close our eyes, and when we close our eyes, we can see directly to our soul. Think of a flower. Think of a daisy. Our soul is at the center of the flower, and all the petals around the flower are all the experiences and emotions that we have gained from this life, the lives before, and the lives to come. All the many places our feet have walked, eyes have seen, hands have touched, and air that we have breathed. Our petals can bloom and even sometimes begin to wilt, but the beauty and strength within that is our stem is eternally nourished by the light. Let's open our eyes, take a deep breath, let it go, and smile. The healing we experience within our soul trickles to our heart, body, and mind, reigniting the light within. Let your intuitive visions become your precious reality. Life here on earth is about adapting. We are living in a world that is ever-changing, and we are constantly living in fight or flight. The angels remind us that there is consistency to be had and that we can rely on and hold on to. The first step is looking at ourselves, the divine beings that we are. So let's continue adapting while shining our lights. We are here to share in each other's experiences, and now more than ever, a change needs to be made. We are not going to change darkness by telling darkness that it is dark. We are going to change darkness by shining the light. The light gives, darkness takes. The light shines, darkness hovers. The light accepts, darkness denies. There is light and there is darkness all around us. In the spirit world, there is the same. But in the depths of heaven, there is everlasting light. It's time to reignite our light so that we may guide one another to do and feel the same. At the end of most readings, Spirit will remind me to share with their loved ones a special message to help them continue along their soul journey, and I would like to share that here today. Spirit says, Allow yourself the space and the grace to heal. Have compassion for yourself and be forgiving and patient with yourself. Listen to your heart, be kind to your mind, Embrace your spirit and believe in your soul, your truth that can never be tainted. My goal and my intention as a medium is to help you connect to your soul, your inner light, and to provide healing messages from those who love and guide you in spirit, to connect you to your true, authentic self that was you were meant to be here on earth. Ultimately, my purpose is to help bring your soul closer to God and to help remind us that God's divine forces of light, the angels, are always here to support and guide us. The angels believe in us. Why shouldn't we believe in them? Here is a message from the angels, from me to you. The angels say, We speak to you now so that you may hear us clearly as you sit down and allow your earthly judgments to subdue, allowing us the freedom to nourish you and replenish your heart with infinite love. Hear us as we call out your name to you. 
Hear us as we whisper loving treasures of hope to you to guide your chosen path. Share this heavenly wisdom with others so they may wish to share their own with you. Rays of our heavenly light shine upon you as you breathe effortlessly in the wind. We understand the earthly struggles that tie up your heartstrings into despair and disbelief. We shine light endlessly through your windows clouded by fear and light the way for you out of darkness. Evermore has there been a time to uplift your heart and to reach out to one another to enlighten the same. Thank you, angels. You light the way. When we shine our light, we lay the foundation for others to join in and to do the same, melting away our sorrows from the past and evoking a beacon of light for the future. It only takes one to ignite the courage within to grab onto the rope that radiates even beyond our earthly existence. And at any given moment, we all have the ability to reignite our light. In a world that is so complex, filled with conflict and strife, beauty and delight, Remember that you are guided by eternal love and infinite compassion. And at any given moment in time in your life, you can lean on, rely on, and depend on your divine guidance. It's time to shine your light. From the bottom of my heart, from all the love and compassion within my soul, thank you so much for listening. (laughs) 